We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Cotton Bowl Preview Show is presented by Jana King, the king of clean. And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Man, it's our house, man. That's one, two, three, four. I'm in our feet. I'm in our feet. Let me give you the first look right here. How you doing? Number six. Number 14 for me, baby. One more. This is my baby right here. Six feet. Big 12 chance, baby. It's nothing new. This is standard. Six in a row. That's why you come to OU. Do big things like that, man. I'm proud of this team. Everybody on the team. No hey, we have the real deal. Yeah. The real Same deal, man. The only thing missing was the confetti, Coach. Welcome into Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley. It's our Cotton Bowl preview show presented by Janet King. Yes, Coach. Six straight Big 12 championships. Congratulations, and what a game it was in AT&T Stadium on Saturday. Yeah, thanks, Chris. No, it was. It was a you know very memorable game. Uh, that stadium's been been really good to us. Had several good memories here the last several years, and so uh, now it was to to you know overcome all this team has to to fight our way to to get back to the Big Twelve Championship to to win it in the fashion we did. Uh, you know, it took everybody. It took contributions on on all three sides. Really, the entire year uh, took each side of the ball. You know. Really stepping up and picking each other up when when um, you know when things got tough and and we were able to do that and we were able to persevere we were able to win games many different ways throughout the year which in championship seasons that's that's what you have to do you're not going to win them all the same they're not all going to look exactly the same and and uh, we've certainly been able to do that. Well, to me, Coach, the Big 12 championship game, the win over Iowa State, was almost a mirror image of the season where, you know, you had some early highs. Look at Chandler Morris hitting pay dirt on that beat. I'm glad Spencer recovered from the leg injury. That was good to see. But, I mean, you have big-time offensive plays. 
You had special performances on special teams. You had big-time defensive plays. This was a championship that was earned in all three phases of the game. No, it really was. It really was. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. You had big plays on all three sides. Uh, you know, you had you had moments of adversity uh, for all sides that we had to respond with. And that was maybe some of the times that I was maybe the most proud was, you know, you know, offensively, some of our best stuff was was at the end of the two halves, and those were such critical drives. Um, obviously, we had some huge plays, special teams wise, with the two field goals or with the long field goal and the two two uh, two great kick returns that were that were big. Uh, defensively, you know, did a lot of great things. You know, Iowa State got some momentum there at the end of the game, and then we had to have a key stop there to to close it out, and we're able to get that along with causing uh, three turnovers. So. Uh, Took everybody, and again, you know, championship games against good football teams, it, it does, and uh, our, our team really, you know, showed they were up to the task. Yeah, pretty cool to see Trey Brown make another big play at the end of the game, kind of uh, mirroring his big-time play last year against Baylor when he chased down uh, the Baylor receiver from behind and then had the safety against Texas, but... Uh, and then to see Pat Fields, I mean, get his first interception in a big moment there. What a what a special defensive performance. And it set us up in the New Year's Day Six Bowl against Florida in the Cotton Bowl. So we're heading back to AT&T Stadium against the SEC runner-up. Coach, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about Florida throughout the next 30 minutes of this show. But just some early thoughts. It's a, it's a fun matchup. And, and this blew me away when I was listening to your Cotton Bowl press conference. You've never coached against Dan Mullen before, have you? No, no, I haven't. Um, you know, obviously seeing the teams he's been involved with from afar, and he's obviously done a really good job. Uh, but no, I haven't had a chance to do it. Uh, but they're, no, they're a good, good football team. You know, they had a, had a good year, had a tough end of the season, uh, lost a couple there, and they're really on a, a pretty nice run before that. But you know, yeah, very good football team. You know, they've they've been able to really throw the ball well uh, all year. The, you know, Trask and and the number of weapons he's had have, have have all had big seasons. They've been very consistent offensively. So. Uh, you know, you could tell, you know, veteran quarterback with a lot of, you know, explosive power around him, and, and they've done a great job using it. Uh, defensively, they're very talented. Uh, you know, a lot of good players, as you as you would expect. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly made a lot of plays there as well. So, no, it'll be a big challenge. Uh, very good football team, as it should be, you know, in the Cotton Bowl. It's going to be fun. Can't wait. December 30th, Oklahoma and Florida. And when we come back on Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley previewing the Cotton Bowl, we'll look at the two teams' offenses, specifically the signal callers. We're talking quarterbacks next, presented by Janicki. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley. Cotton Bowl preview show is presented by Jana King, the king of clean. Coach, I loved what you said about the two championship games. The SEC championship game and its final score is more what people expect from the Big 12. And with the defensive slugfest that we had against Iowa State last week, and it kind of had a little bit more of an SEC feel to it. So kind of a unique perspective with these two teams coming in off the championship games that they played. Yeah, no, it is. It's a hobby. I think it shows that no matter what league you play in, everybody can, you know, you can play good defense, good offense anywhere. It's about your team and those years and, and then those matchups within the moment. And uh, and so, yeah, no, it's uh, it should be a great matchup. There, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, two talented, hungry football teams that have had a lot of success this year. Well, let's look at the quarterbacks. Kyle Trask, the our guy, Spencer Rattler, an incredible debut season for Spencer as the starter that continued to get better throughout 2020. We're going to go in depth on that in just a bit. We'll get your perspective on Kyle Trask, who uh, many think is right there in that Heisman mix as well. Uh, both very high efficiency ratings, both 
very good touchdown interception ratios. But let's talk about our guy, Coach Spencer Rattler, first year as a starting quarterback. So many different angles we can get to, but where have you seen his biggest growth throughout 2020? Well, he's just learning to, you know, he's just learning to to handle the all the different ebbs and flows of a season, and uh, this has been a. As, you know, more difficult a year than most to, to do that, especially for a young quarterback with all the, you know, all the different lineup changes, um, you know, all the different challenges, missing spring ball. I mean, they're just, you know, they, they, you know for a young quarterback, this isn't exactly the I- ideal year that you draw up for, to, uh, you know, to get your career started and to and to try to get settled in. And, and so he's done a good job handling he has. I mean, he's had mistakes and he's been able to overcome uh, you know, he's continued to get better throughout the year. I think he's learned a lot. I think he's, you know, seeing things better and better, communicating better and better, become a better leader. So just, uh, you know, excited about the way he's progressing. You know, the kid's got a bright future. He's going to have to continue to work hard. And, and uh, but uh, he's had a really, you know, really solid year for us. And, and this is going to be a chance to, to really finish on a high note. You know, my favorite thing in watching Spencer this year, Coach, and obviously I had that unique perspective down there with you guys on the sidelines. His highs are never too high and his lows are never too low. You know, he's never his head's never hanging after an interception and he's not over there, you know, jawing or getting too – don't get me wrong, he's a fiery individual, but is it fair to say he's a pretty even keel guy? No, that is fair to say. I mean, he's uh, – for, for a young guy in some of the moments that he's been in, um, he's, he does. He's, he's got a high – expectations of himself I think a high belief in his abilities and his and his ability to to execute in any moment and 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 regardless of the situation regardless who he's playing against he, he believes in himself and so and I think that shows you know it's it's when he when we do have a great play yeah he's excited but it's it's you know he understands on the next one when we have a tough play he always feels like that he and we are going to make the next one. And so it, it's a good start, and his mentality uh, will continue to grow as his career goes on. All right, the Florida signal caller, Kyle Trask, as we started to prepare for that matchup. Coach, what's stood out about the, I, I say, first full year as a starter in Dan Mullen's system? Yeah, no, he's had a, he's had a tremendous year. You know, played a lot for him previous year, and, and uh, then, you know, he's really taking the thing over this year. Uh, no, he's he's been tremendous. You know, he's been very consistent, very productive the entire year. You know, they've and they've really leaned on him. You know, they've they've really committed to throwing the ball as much as anybody in the country this year. Uh, and and he's, you know, he's really responded. He's, he goes to the right place. Uh, he's excellent touch, as you see right here. You know, he's got he's had some some really really you know strong weapons on his team and had a great feel for using those guys and then and he's also a good runner you know he's been an effective short yardage runner as a big kid uh, who, who's shown some toughness in those situations as well. Crazy note too about him didn't ever start really in high school he was a backup to De'Ara King whom of course we faced last year against Houston and now plays in Miami and then was a backup to Felipe Franks before he won the job last year and in his first full year as a starter here he is leading his team to the Cotton Bowl and he has some weapons you mentioned now we're not going to see Kyle Pitts in the Cotton Bowl coach because he's opted out to prepare for what likely will be a top 10 top 15 pick in the NFL draft but they still have weapons and Tony and Grimes and those uh those guys can make some plays oh absolutely you know Tony's you know, probably the premier slot receiver in the country this year. Uh, you know, he's been he's had a fabulous year. Very, very dangerous with the ball in his hands. Accomplished route runner. Uh, he's he's fantastic. Another guy that'll be a uh, a high pick in the NFL draft. Uh, and then Grimes has been really good as well. Grimes is a, a bigger, more physical presence on the uh, outside, but you know, another outstanding player. And again, they've done a great job 
you know, getting the ball in these guys' hands and, and uh, you know, letting these skill guys really go to work for them. Yeah, you've seen that highlight there. They use them in a lot of ways, not just as receivers, but they'll get them the football on jet sweeps. And, uh, again, the thing I've noticed, Coach, and, I mean, you've seen them a lot more than I have, but they, they make physical catches. You know, these are, these are big, strong kids. Oh, absolutely. No, they've, they've done a nice job. Yeah, competitive catches, yards after the catch. I mean, they've uh, it's, a, it's a really good skill group. I mean, there's no question about it, and they've done a good job taking advantage of it. Well, let's talk about our guys. Boy, what a season for the freshman Marvin Mims. When you think about some of the great receivers in Oklahoma football history, just the guys that we've seen recently, Coach, this is now the all-time freshman leader in touchdowns in a season. Got his eighth in the Big 12 championship game, and Feel like he's uh, finally back to 100%. Loving what I'm seeing from Marvin Mims during his freshman year. Similar to Spencer, where have you seen his biggest growth? Yeah, you know, I think he's he's had a really good, you know, first year for us. Uh, you know, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's battled, you know, battled through a couple injuries and really kind of hung in there for us. He's made a lot of competitive plays and, and, uh, and he's a smart kid. So, I mean, he's just another guy just getting his career started. Um, but I, I know he's a, he's a confident guy that, you feel like he's going to have an opportunity to really get better and take a lot of these lessons from this freshman year, uh, apply them, and, and continue to improve throughout his career. Uh, here's a note, all-time record for touchdowns for a true freshman for a freshman period with his eight scores this season. Not bad company there with names like CeeDee Lamb, now the Cowboys, Mark Andrews, who's starring with the Baltimore Ravens. Kenny Stills has made his impact in the league. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty elite company right there for Marvin Mims. But, you know, coaches, we get set for the matchup against Florida. You got to like when you look in that outside receiver room and that inside receiver room, uh, finally feel like we got our full complement of guys with Trajan Bridges getting back. Jane Hazelwood has made an impact. We've seen the improvement from Theo East throughout the year. Got your full complement of guys heading into the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, no, we're getting closer there, which is good. You know, I hadn't, hadn't really had that the entire year. So, it's uh, no, it's been good to be a little bit healthier um, uh, in, in the skill, you know, the skill rooms um, and, and to be able to hopefully have some consistency going into that one. That's that's what we've, you know, kind of battled is not only not having some of those guys on Saturdays, but, you know, it's the preparation leading up to it and it's the, the rhythm that you get in with these guys and, and uh, you know, them being able to constantly improve their skills and, and, and getting more and more ready to play at a high level. And so, it's the, that part's been more consistent than we would like, and uh, but hopefully, you know, again, having some of these guys back here at the end and having a chance to, to really build leading up here to the Cotton Bowl will be a, a great thing for those guys and for our offense. All right, we've reached halftime of Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley, our Cotton Bowl preview presented by Janet King. When we come back, let's talk some speed D. Stick around. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Cotton Bowl preview show is presented by Jana King. The king of clean. What a year for Speed D, Coach. Alex Grinch in year two. You, you really see the growth of this defense. And, man, uh, big ups to not only Calvin Thibodeau but Jamar Kane because this defensive line as the season progressed became pretty disruptive, didn't they? It, no, it has. Those, those That group has certainly, certainly led the charge um, and, and being – so disruptive, being able to get it from you know several different guys along on the defensive front, and, and you're right. I give you know certainly Coach Grinch and then Coach Kane, uh, Coach Thibodeau a lot of credit, and then all those guys on the front. I you know I think they've they've really fed off of each other. You know, and guys are making plays, and other guys want to get in there and make plays, and and uh, they've been a competitive, consistent group, and they've just really appreciated the consistency that we've played with up front. It's been fun. Was there I don't know if, if it's dare I say a moment or 
Was there a time when you really saw that defense kind of click and find another level this year? Uh, I, I don't know, again, like you said, if it's one moment. I mean, we've certainly had our bright moments and, and proud how we responded, you know, just specifically defensively. You know, we didn't didn't play well in the, uh, you know, didn't finish well in the, uh, you know, the two games that we lost early in the year. And, uh, you know, we're kind of at a big moment there where we had to, you know, really step up and play better. And our, our kids have done that. And, and, you know, we've been much more consistent the way through. We've, you know, we've really gotten a lot of turnovers this year, as you see, you know, fitting there, the, the Norwood interception in the championship game. But uh, that's certainly been a big part of it. So, no, I think just guys' belief in, in what we're doing, how we're doing it, and they've continued to work and stay the course and, and made just kind of consistent improvements throughout the year. And, and fitting that we see a young guy here in DJ Graham making the pick because, I mean, you, you go back to the start of that final drive, Coach, against Iowa State, and there's two freshmen at the corner position. So not only did this team make an impact defensively this year, but the future is so incredibly bright with some of these guys. No, it is. It is. There's, there's a lot of guys that have you know, got a chance to play some ball and now know what they need to improve on and can really carry that into the next season. And, and, you know, that's another benefit to having played so many different players throughout the year. A lot of these guys have gotten opportunities and had a chance to rise up and prove that they should be out there. And so, you know, it's, it's created a, a very competitive situation. And you combine that with all the young talent that we're, that we're bringing in defensively right now, you, you feel like uh, it's not hard to get excited about the future. Yeah, absolutely. And these guys take it personally, which you love to see. All right, Coach, uh, we're facing a Florida defense led by Todd Grantham, veteran defensive coordinator who's been around the block a little bit. And they got some players, too. Uh, what stood out as you started to take inventory of what Florida has defensively? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Todd Grantham's had, a, you know, obviously a tremendous run being a defensive coordinator here at multiple spots. And, and uh no, first thing you, you turn on the you turn on the tape and you see talent across the board. You know, I think they're I think they're really strong in the secondary. Uh, guys, guys play well, play the ball well in the air. Made some really you know big time competitive plays throughout the year. Um, up front, they've got a couple of, of guys on the edge that can really get great pressure um, and and make things make things difficult for opposing quarterbacks. So, you know, those two combinations are are always tough, but. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot of talent um, on the field. Um, guys play hard, get after it, and uh, and a good scheme to go with it. Yeah, they'll come after you, too. We're watching Elam here, very physical uh, guy in the back end. Had a couple picks this year, but 39 tackles. You know, one of those guys is not afraid to get his face mask in there. But you said it, Coach. Um, you know, kind of as, as would typify any uh, any squad that we play, they've got talent all over the board on the defensive side of the football. Oh, certainly. No, absolutely. Talent is, is not a question with these guys. And and it is. It's a good scheme. Uh, it's a disruptive scheme. And uh, they, yeah, they've done a nice job with it. So no, it'll, it'll be a fun challenge for us. Yeah, you mentioned their edge guys. Uh, Ventrell Miller, definitely one of those. Three and a half sacks this season. You see seven and a half tackles for losses. Just, you know, a, a quick final thought overall of this Florida defense. Do you see them as a team that likes to dial up the pressure? Do you see them as a blitzing team, or do they kind of just uh, attack you with their four three-man front? What do you see from them, at least schematically? No, they'll certainly they'll certainly pressure you. I mean, that, not like they do it every snap, but they certainly they certainly will blitz. They're not afraid to blitz, and I think you know the the quality of players that they have there in the back end gives them the confidence to to be able to blitz when they feel like it's necessary. Yeah, and it's kind of unique because you know they they've seen a lot of of the 
we're not an air raid, but those type of offenses that you're seeing more in the SEC. So, Coach, they're seeing a lot of teams that will throw the ball around quite a bit week in and week out. No, they are. They, they've been faced with playing some, some you know, very efficient, some very good offenses throughout the year. And, and uh, no, absolutely, they've, they've seen it. And, and obviously, they see it every day in practice, you know, going against their group and, a, a, you know, a group of guys that, that throw the ball and move the ball very well. So, uh, you know, hopefully we, we can throw some new challenges at them and it uh, should be fun. Four fingers in the air, fourth quarter time. We got one more segment with Coach Lincoln Riley. It's Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley, our Cotton Bowl preview presented by Janneke. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Cotton Bowl preview show is presented by Jana King, the king of clean. Riverwind, still the one. Coach Riley's wardrobe is provided by Mizzen and Main in Class and Curve. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Man, that sounds good. Hey, we 6 and 6 in this thing. We're going to keep that thing rolling. You know what I'm back to back champs out of the trailer. The culture is so great at OU. You come to Oklahoma for moments like these. I love this group. I love this team. And Oklahoma is the Big 12 champion again. That's the expectations of this program. You know, with the great coaches and players before us. It's just still an ever fiber of this program. You can feel it. The best one is always the next one. Hell, I don't care how we do it as long as we win it. Oklahoma is still the Big 12 champion. Six in a row. That's why you come to OU. You make things like that, man. Proud of this team. People don't know what it is to be champions. Oklahoma invented and hanging half a hundred. The Big 12 is still painted crimson and cream. Wow. <laughs> I love that, Coach. Don't care how we do it, just as long as we do it. 50, 50 conference titles. Obviously, that expectation has been set from names like Bud, Barry, and Bob, and now you, Coach Lincoln Riley. And history, too. This is the first time in University of Oklahoma football history that a team dropped its first two conference games and still won a conference title. A season unlike any other, a year unlike any other. Coach, what about the perseverance of this squad in 2020 to take home at six straight? Yeah, I think that's I think that's what we'll all remember. I mean, I, I think that'll be our, our lasting memory of, of this championship and, and maybe what differentiates it from from all the others is is exactly what you said what what it took to get here you know for this football team and the all the different opportunities and reasons that this team could have packed it in and, and they refused to do so and uh we kept fighting uh found a way to to, to kind of get ourselves back in the, the the thick of the conference race we won important games at, at big times and then you know you got a chance to do it on a big stage there in the big 12 championship game and you're able to go beat the number six team in the country and uh so just an uh, yeah, awesome way to, to, to close out the season. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, these things are very special, and this one we'll remember, again, and a lot differently than maybe all the others because of what it took to get there. Unique, challenging, and in the end, awesome. Congratulations, Coach. We're looking forward to the Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma, and Florida on December 30th. Coach, good luck. We appreciate your time, as always. Of course. Thanks, Chris. Cotton Bowl Preview has been brought to you by Jana King. Take a quick look at what our coverage is going to look like leading up to the showdown with Florida before we get out of here. There it is. Practice reports all week long, including the day after Christmas. And, of course, Sooner game day, 10 a.m., on Wednesday morning. For our producer, Matt Archibald, for Lincoln Riley, I'm Chris Plank. Boomer Sooner, everybody.